Good evening. <clears throat> well, this is a time for mourning and grief and anger and sadness. It's not so much a time for words, but it's, it's wonderful to be able to share this time with our Sangha family, with our biological families, with our friends, and just feel our humanness and our closeness. Once again, blood has been shed. We have to take a close look at our relationship to fear and violence such that guns and bloodshed are so, so close to this culture here in America. And um, we're broken. When I, when, I, when I wrote those words in my notes, I put an exclamation point after it. But, but the exclamation point would mean that I was surprised by the bloodshed and the violence and the guns. And that's not what I feel now. There's no surprise. It's grief, sadness, anger, fear. There's a resignation that here it is again. Maybe we maybe you heard in Biden's speech last night that there's been more acts of mass shootings since the beginning of the of the year than there has been days in this year 2022. It just seems so near, so so close. When I spoke last, uh, I quoted a line from Buddha in the Surangama Sutra, that when one person touches the source, the space disappears. When we're practicing the way 
of wholeness, of non-separation. There's no space. There's just intimacy. There's just wholeness. And the shootings in Uvalde, in Buffalo, the shootings in the Taiwanese Presbyterian Church in Irvine, California, all of those touched the source of our humanness. We, we can't help but feel the same fears, the same sadness as those thousands of miles away from us in this, in this land. Space has crumbled between us and we're, we are one in our grief, in our fears, in our anger. And um, how can we, how can we turn towards this? How can, how can we transform this? We won't do it in the next few days. We need to make room for the wordlessness of our mourning and our anger. But um, how can we, how can, how can this transform our culture of fear and violence? We've quoted Catherine several times from her book, um, Zen practice is the complete opening of the heart. And maybe that's a clue that our practice can allow us to hold even this, can allow us to embrace even this completely with our practice so that we can keep, keep turning towards the fear and violence in our hearts and transform it into compassion, compa transform it into fearlessness without weapons. In another one of her lectures, Catherine said, what would make a person express their wholeness, express their compassion to us when they meet us. What, what,
compassionate hearts and minds? And of course, the answer is obvious, even to Catherine, that we have to express wholeness. We have to continually express our compassion such that, such that um, we can have these dialogues with others, these open-hearted dialogues, these dialogues that don't push people away, that don't, um, that don't involve differences of political opinions, that just allow us to sit together intimately. Uh, the, the, the computer just said my, my internet was unstable. Is it coming through okay? Was it just a brief glitch? Okay, good, good. I uh, want to make sure that, uh, <laughs> uh, that this isn't just a, a silent monologue. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, so this our Zen practice, the complete opening of the heart is how we have to meet the world. It's how we have to meet everyone all the time with complete open-heartedness. And um, that's, that, takes, that takes some effort. Jean talked about effort last week. That takes some effort and that effort is on the cushion. That effortless, that effort is always turning inward, even even when we're not on the the cushion. Can I can can I pay attention to myself? Can I pay attention to my intentions? You know when when they um, when they put the the picture of of Salvador Ramos on the television screen, the young man who did the shooting in Uvalde, Texas. You know, sometimes it's like that picture that changes, that changes when you tilt it in one direction, changes in another. Sometimes I look at it and I say, there's a criminal, there's a criminal. And then I look at it and say, oh gosh, he's just a teenager. He looks like any teenager who, you know, walks, walks uh, on my street coming home from Santa Cruz High School. He's just a teenager. And um, I have to admit that, that I'm, my mind is the changeable one. When I say there's a criminal, uh, that's not the complete open-heartedness that Catherine was talking about. I have to, uh, I don't always have to see him as an innocent teenager, but I have to, I have to look at that picture of him on the screen and, and I'm sure we're gonna be seeing it again and again over these next few weeks. I have to practice looking at that picture with open-heartedness, um, uh, complete, opening of the heart, the way Catherine said. 
That can be my practice. That can be my mindfulness bell to open my heart when that picture flashes on the screen in the same way that, that my heart opens so easily when they show the pictures, the photos of the, of the young people who have died, of the teachers who have died, of the people in the grocery store in Buffalo who died. I have to, um, I have to practice the complete opening of my heart. The teaching of compassion comes down to us in a, a famous koan that, that you've all heard. Um, uh, Yun Min asks the young monk Dao Wu, um, what, what are all those thousands of hands and eyes of Avalokiteshvara used for. And um, Dawu says, it's like reaching back in the middle of the night and groping for your pillow. Yunmin says, um, I understand. And Dawu wants to know this understanding. What does that mean? And the response is, hands and eyes all over the body. And the teacher says, pretty good, that's pretty good. But it's only 80%. And the student says, well, what's your answer? And the teacher responds, hands and eyes throughout the body. And um, there's not much difference in that answer but it just points to the fact that every, every cell in our body has to be open, has, has to have the same conviction and trust that open-heartedness and wholeness is our practice and our way of negotiating the world that can transform the world that will save all beings. That's Catherine's complete opening of the heart. Not one cell, not one cell left open, left, not one cell left over that says, oh, he's a criminal. Every cell has to say, let's sit down and talk. Let's, let's hear your suffering. Can we imagine that, that if we were able to, to talk with 
Salvador Ramos. Um, we don't think that he would be a happy, that he would be happily explaining his plans to us. I think we'd hear, we'd hear suffering. We'd hear anger. We'd hear separation. We'd hear isolation. I, I, I haven't heard anything about his motivation, but I'm just, so, so this is all in my head. But I don't think we would hear happiness and joy from this young man. And our practice is to sit down with suffering, with a complete opening of the heart. And that's, that's what our practice can help us cultivate. Um, Biden, President Biden talked last night about uh, Let's do the easy things. Let's do the common sense things. Let's just have a couple of days where we go over, uh, where we do a background check in a couple of days. Come back, come back, Salvador, in a couple of days and pick up your weapon. But uh, it's going to take us a couple of days. And you might just. Uh, you might just sit on this for a while. Just sit, sit and think for a while while we do the background check. Biden said, let's do, let's do these common sense things. Let's do these easy things. Um, and uh, and that's, 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 the, that's Avalokiteshvara half asleep adjusting the pillow. It's the easy thing. Let's just let's just do the easy thing. It won't hurt anybody. Give us a couple of days, Salvador, before you come back and pick up the weapon. Let's do this easy thing. Let's just let's just take a closer look at your background. Take a couple of days. In our well-being ceremony, we call on Avalokiteshvara and may Juku Kanangyo Kanzeon, we say, which is Japanese for Avalokiteshvara. Those are the first words calling out for the Bodhisattva of compassion to lead us through the suffering of others. You know, um, uh, one of the best translations of Enmei Juku Kanangyo has been done by our own Reverend Gene Bush. Uh, it's right there on our website in his blog. It's just such a cogent, a cogent translation. I, I want to give him full credit. Uh, and uh, it really points to the fact that we're not calling on someone distant, someone who's more compassionate than us to help us through this. What we're really saying is, um, is calling our own 
compassionate heart to lead us through the difficulty that we're asked to do with someone's uh, surgery, with someone's grief. Um, help us, help us sit with this suffering. Um, it's calling on our own suffering. Great compassionate self is the way Jean starts off that, uh, that um, chant. The triple treasure is my foundation. Let me rest with Buddha, Dharma, and my Sangha brothers and sisters. That's how I'll get through this with all of us revealing our great compassionate selves and sitting with each other and turning towards our culture of fear and violence. We'll do it together with practicing together, with, with sharing our own grief and fears. We'll do this together. Great compassionate self. Bo nen kanze on. Cho nen kanze on. In the morning, my first intention will be to wrap my body and mind in compassion. That's that's my paraphrase of Jean's. Uh, Translation. In the evening, my last impulse will be with a body of and mind of compassion. And with this present awareness arising in big mind, present awareness, consciousness, is going to reveal itself, is going to be acted upon through this big mind. So great compassion in big mind is really the only way that, that we can sit with even this, is the way that we can sit with the violence and fear that is so close to our hearts and minds through our generations of culture here in the United States. We have to, we have to, as Dogen says, we have to penetrate the violence and fears with compassion and big mind. We have to study this. We have to sit and talk about it with compassion and great mind, big mind, great compassion, big heart, the Sangha treasure, our family treasure. May I embrace even this.
may fear and anger transform my body into loving kindness and compassion. May I be open-hearted and available to everyone at all times. May I be part of healing. Beings are numberless. I vow to save them. Delusions are inexhaustible. I vow to end them. Dharma gates are boundless. I vow to enter them. Buddha's way is unsurpassable. I vow to become it. 